I remember it's kind of a big door and a little bit of a hallway. It's also L-shaped. It's also L-shaped. Like the location we went to. That put the L in La Colombe. Oh. Or La Colombe. Uh, whatever. Maybe all their locations are L-shaped. I doubt it. But oh, that would be weird if that was that part of the theme. That would be a little Easter and, egg. Yeah, and we're just realizing now everything's L-shaped. Oh, my God. The coffee mug was L-shaped. <laughs> I'm just realizing it now. We're, we've turned it to L-shapes. <laughs> Jackie, you're sitting all L-shaped. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. You can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for behind the scenes photos, videos, all that good stuff, full report card of our grades of all these places we go to, and much, much more. There's a link in the description as well, or you can go to patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And this week, we are doing another Philly episode. We are still in Philly, obviously, as of recording this. And I guess, welcome back. If you are a returning listener, if you're a new listener, uh, I don't know, maybe you were interested in the title of this episode. Maybe this is a place you've been to, because I think it's quite a popular roaster in Philadelphia, wouldn't you say? Yes, I think so. And you can tell this just by the fact that if you go on Google Maps and search for this particular roaster today, you will see many locations. And that roaster is, of course, La Colombe. If I'm saying it right, I think I'm close, but I'm not entirely sure. So I'll probably just avoid trying to say it all episode because I hate butchering names because people butcher my name all the time. Students butcher my name all the time. But hey, it's part of life sometimes. Yes, so. they, they do butcher my name too at work. How? It's it like happens. five letters. Yeah, for some reason, they call me Scallop. They call me lots of different things. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You can imagine what they call me. I'm not even yeah. going to give people <laughs> listening that kind of fodder. So, yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, La Colombe. Col- oh, I already can't say it. La Colombe. <laughs> um, in, we, uh, where are we? Central Philly. So, there's many locations, like we said. I guess we went to the Central Philly location. Yeah, we went to the one that is really close to Rittenhouse Square. Yeah. Just ba- maze maybe a block over, even though there are many locations, that was when we decided to check out. And sort of like we were saying with our first Philly coffee roaster episode, one of the challenges when we go to these coffee roasters in areas where maybe they've had a a lot of success, so there's three, four, five, six, I don't know, a hundred of these La Colombe places around the city. And I've seen their coffee being used in other parts of the Northeast even, and local restaurants in Philly and that sort of thing. So they are very successful, but at the same time, I've talked to owners of coffee roasters who have opened up two, three, four locations, and they say, yeah, it's a constant struggle and balance to try not to lose that identity, lose that sort of focus and character that made them so successful in the first place. And this is true with, I think, even craft breweries when we talk to some brewers as well. It's always a consideration. So I think it's very interesting when we try to figure out, okay, of all of these locations for this coffee roaster in the city, which one do we pick? Which one do we go to? And a lot of people recommended this coffee roaster, I think, for this reason, because it is so ubiquitous in the coffee scene, at least relatively speaking to a coffee roaster where maybe, you know, you're comparing it to a place that just has one location that people might know of. But The one note that I was told was that we should consider some of the bigger ones that maybe they were a little better for whatever reason. Again, it's hard to say because they all look kind of cool and kind of there's a similar aesthetic when you kind of search it out on Google Maps. But at the same time, 
there's definitely differences. I mean, we walked by one when, of course, we had to check out the Liberty Bell because who doesn't? And there was one right, basically right across the street from the Liberty Bell. Yeah, there this, was. The, the floor space of this huge building. And that looked very different than the one that we went to. Much bigger than the one that we went to, I think. Yeah. But anyways, we, as we say, that's kind of a caveat to say that we're just giving this grade based on our experience at this particular location. So take that with a grain of salt. And I guess, do you want to take it away in terms of our, well, why don't you go through just briefly the four grading rubric categories that we use in our process for giving a grade for this type of place? Absolutely. So our first category is atmosphere and ambiance. Then we go into service. Next would be coffee. Then finally, we talk about the food. We take a look at all of these different rubric category grades and each of us decide what overall grade would we give the coffee roaster and then from there we either argue or agree on a final podcast grade for the roaster and that final podcast grade if you are ever curious and want a master spreadsheet of all of them you can become a patreon for as little as three dollars a month and you will get the overall grade book scorecard for all of these different places that has what we gave each location and how we would recommend that you experience each location. I love your shameless self-promotions because the more I listen to just everything, I notice them in other media now. And they're usually way kind of just more forced. Like this was very good. I'm very impressed. I'm the queen of the transition. <laughs> I can very easily transition I think into we were it. Listening to, we were listening to something on the radio. It was either a, 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 baseball, a baseball game or an Olympic thing or something. And just while they were going through it, they would just oh, weave yeah. in advertisements. It was the most bizarre thing. It was the thing. Super Bowl. Oh, it was the Super Bowl we were listening to. And I'm to. like, do you even know what's happening in the Super Bowl? Or do you only know that you could get two for one hot dogs at this yeah, hot dog he stand? Would say, he would say something <laughs> like, oh, and he goes down for the deep pass and the ball is dropped as you don't want to drop the ball and save 15% or more on your next car insurance payment. Uh, visit Geico.com. He hikes the ball. Uh, we're sitting there like, where does it begin? Where does it end? You just did a perfect impersonation of what actually we heard. And I was like, Joe, who has the ball? I don't even know what's happening. I I was very lost. I was very confused. I'd but, like to think my plugs are well. That's what just I, as smooth. No, no. I'm saying yours were far. Yours are far smoother because okay, it makes sense to me. Yes. So, anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Atmosphere and ambiance. Uh, atmosphere and ambiance. So, atmosphere and ambiance. Uh, why don't you start us off? I normally start off with atmosphere and ambiance, but I think we should switch it up this week. Hmm. Okay, atmosphere and ambiance. Yeah, I can do this. I, yeah, I feel like I'm more of the. I'm not more of the anything guy. I'm just the bathroom rating guy. <laughs> You're the bathroom guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I normally do pay attention to little touches a little bit more than you. That's not a lot. Outrageous. Just a bit. Okay. Maybe How many times right. have we been in places and you're like, wait, there were plants? Oh, wait, wait there was music. There was music playing. <laughs> oh, there were, there were uh, what did I call them? Song li- lyrics? So- no, yeah. song words on the wall. I think you said song lyric. No. No, lyrics are yes. song words. You call them song quotes. Song quotes. That's it. Song <laughs> quotes. I said, oh, I like that they had song quotes written on the wall. And you're like, yep, those are lyrics. Those are called lyrics. There's a, there's a word for that. Was that a dog? Or a knock on the door? I don't know. Should we do something? Uh, I'm just going to keep recording. Let's keep going. I'm going to listen. Assume- we are taking this podcast live on the road right now. You'll never know what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe there are dogs knocking on the door. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so, anyways, atmosphere and ambiance. I thought that the atmosphere and ambiance was pretty good overall. I am always curious as to what I'm actually looking for because I feel as if that's why I like 
assessing the atmosphere and ambiance of a place because I sort of sometimes have my own expectations, but at the same time, I'm very open and excited to see what they are actually providing, how that compares and contrasts with my preconceived notions, which sometimes are pretty close. I see pictures and reviews on Google, uh, or I, sometimes I see a little bit and I don't want to reveal too much to myself because I get excited and I say, ooh, let me see how they actually fulfill kind of this fantasy I'm building in my mind now. So there's all sorts of ways I, I approach the atmosphere and ambiance vibe in different ways. And this place, I thought it looks kind of cool, definitely from the pictures and the reviews, uh, the limited ones that I kind of scan through online, like I said. But going in, I thought it definitely is an impressive environment overall. There's a lot in terms, I think, to like with the table setup. They, I think, have taken a kind of strange space. The coffee... Uh, it was L-shaped. Well, that was it, something... It's an L-shaped building where one end of the L is where you order. Yeah. With, and the other yeah. end of the L is where you sit. And a, another thing I noticed, which was something that I, I feel as if we're messing up with these first couple of coffee roasters we've been to in Philly is I don't know if they're the actual places where they roast the beans. And that's what I always try to find, but it's almost impossible with places that have three, four, five, six, a dozen different locations to figure out, okay, which one is where the roasters are at? Cause that's who we want to find. That's who we want to talk to. That's who we want to hang out with. And this one, I don't think it was where they were doing the roasting at all. It was basically a coffee shop that, it, it, that's what it felt like to me. It was a it was a really nice coffee shop, but it didn't have the roasting equipment that I saw and that aspect of what I like in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance of a coffee roaster. Having said that, again, I, I think they did a really good job optimizing the space with two seat tables uh, across that long L shape area, and. I thought it made sense, relatively speaking, how you walk in, you order your stuff, and then you can kind of sit in uh, along that long section or whatever. I thought the tables were beautiful, and they matched the, uh, the what do you call them, plates and dishes? Yeah, and it was ceramic. Yeah, and you could actually get your coffee served in these beautiful ceramic mugs on these beautiful ceramic plates. Probably the most impressive, I guess, uh, what would you call that? glassware glassware that we've seen in our podcast grading right so that probably stood out to me the most in terms of atmosphere and ambiance and how that compares to other places i think as well part of the problem for me is the fact that if i were to rate this as a coffee shop i think it's much higher for atmosphere and ambiance but again going back to what i said and what i want as my expectation of going to a coffee roaster um, it's again, I, I just think of it more like a feeling of a, and a vibe of a coffee shop as opposed to that more kind of intimate personalized experience that we have had at many coffee roasters that we love. So all that said, I think the aesthetics were really nice. I love that on the wall. They had this absolutely beautiful two paintings, I guess, of the Eastern hemisphere yes. and Western hemisphere. And they had shaded in the equatorial latitudes where, coffee is grown throughout those hemispheres, such as uh, Central America, South America, Africa, India, Southeast Asia. It was so, such a nice touch. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautifully done. Overall, that was all great. But what, what are your thoughts? Anything else in addition? I agree with you completely. I really appreciated the glassware and the mugs as well. They were beautiful and almost looked slightly antique. And mm -hmm. they even served them on plates. Mm-hmm. 
you don't get that a lot anymore in coffee shops. I'm noticing. No. So the minute I see that I'm going to get to drink my latte in a glass cup, I get really excited. Yeah. As opposed to a to-go cup because it happens so rarely. And that automatically bumps up my atmosphere and ambiance a little bit. I agree with you that I felt more like a coffee shop. I almost had the feel that I was sitting in something similar to a Starbucks, but a little bit nicer. Oh, yeah, definitely nicer. Right, nicer. There was a vibe in there that pretty much everybody there was there with somebody else, and it was kind of lively and loud And a nice environment to sit and catch up with somebody. Yeah. I felt. It wasn't wasn't like a place to go and do work, but it was definitely a place to go with maybe a friend. It was loud in there. You could talk and not talk as loud as you want and not feel like anybody's overhearing you. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a place to go and study. However. You could though. I did notice something that was so cute (laughs) that I will not forget. See, there, this already sounds like a detail I totally yeah. overlooked because I have no idea what you're about to say. There was an older man in there that seemed to be a regular because he actually hugged one of the baristas when she came over. But yeah, there was an old that. man in there. And I'm saying old man because he was like grandpa aged. <laughs> he was an grandpa older man. <laughs> you can just and kill me when you he, describe me as grandpa age one day. <laughs> and he was drawing a beautiful beautiful drawing how the hell did i miss this where was this it was behind you so i was facing outside and you were kind of facing the wall okay and i thought that that spoke a lot in a little bit of words that this seems to be a local place that people that's cool yeah right and it gave me a nice touch a nice touch i felt like i was almost in a movie where everybody's chatting the women next to us were leaving they were like it was so good to catch up and see you and this guy's drawing over here and it just had that that local feel still a little bit because yeah. of the people in it. I could see it being a great Not place. Not the space, but the people in it. I could see it being a great place for awful first dates, too. And I mean, right. that, I mean that in a good way. The because, seats are really comfortable. Yeah, you, you could sit you for a while. Take, you would take somebody there on a first date because you're like, oh, you know, first dates are maybe you don't know if it's going to be awkward and you want to be very comfortable. So that's why I say it's a good place for good first dates, too, but maybe awful first dates because you want to make sure that you're in a safe environment for that. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. That's a really good takeaway. Yeah. So those are my overall thoughts. I, I do think you can feel the fact that this is not maybe the original location or the roasting location. It does feel a little bit more like a coffee shop than a roaster. So I'm not quite sure how to factor that in. Mm. You can tell this is a staple in Philly. All of that is bouncing around in my head to try to attempt to come up with an overall score. Well, before you do, we have to go to this week's rendition of Bathroom Corner. Yes. Cue the toilet flush. Go for it, my friend. All right. I think it's flushing right now when I edit it in. Okay. So this week, the bathroom, I thought, was... I don't remember... I do. It okay, was... I was going to say, because we say that sometimes when I try to think back to the bathroom and I'm like, wait, what was... Oh, wait, I do remember. It was the bathroom with the weird chair in the corner. Yes. What was that about? That was really strange. Okay, because I went to the bathroom and I said... I came back and I said, there's something weird going on in that bathroom. And you kind of looked at me as if, what's going on? I did not notice it until you pointed out what it was. <laughs> and then I could not unsee it. It was just a chair next to the toilet. It was a chair not just next to the toilet. It was a chair facing the toilet. I don't know what was going on there. 
It was very strange. I've and just was, never seen that before. I don't know why it was there. I don't, I don't know, know what the need is for a chair facing a toilet. Yeah, that's really the only thing I remember about that bathroom. I remember it's kind of a big door and a little bit of a hallway. It's also L-shaped. It's also L-shaped. Like the location we went to. That put the L in La Colombe. Oh. Or La Colombe. Or whatever. Maybe all their locations are L-shaped. I doubt it. But oh, that would be weird if that was that part of the theme. That would be a little Easter and, egg. Yeah, and we're just realizing now everything's L-shaped. Oh, my God. The coffee mug was L-shaped. <laughs> I'm just realizing it now. We're, we've turned it to <laughs> L-shapes. <laughs> Jackie, you're sitting all L-shaped. Uh, it's true, though. The bathroom was L-shaped. Yeah, and I actually thought it was more like a bathroom suite because it was pretty well, big. Well, I thought when I walked in, because it said on the door vacant, which I actually really liked. I like that, too. I really like that touch. But when I opened the door and looked in, I thought, oh, this looks like there's a little bit of a hallway and that this is going to be a full bathroom. But then you go and it's just a toilet and a creepy chair. <laughs> what so, was the deal with that chair? I don't know. What was, do people use that chair for? Can you think of anything? Uh, I Like maybe it's an accessibility thing. If you have a wheelchair or something. Oh, no, I feel like a jerk. No, but I, <laughs> I, I'm saying like that's the only thing I could think of. But I've also seen those types of bathrooms not with rails or something else. Right, I agree. Yeah, I've never seen that accomplished via just a weird chair <laughs> I, I mean maybe that's all they have to work with or something that would make sense then but that does uh, make sense then. otherwise it's just a weird ghost toilet chair that's I what i was know. thinking maybe it's haunted i don't know i'm not going there i don't want to for those harry potter fans maybe it's where moaning Mor- myrtle hangs out i think you cracked the case i think that's it <laughs> so i think that's everything in terms of atmosphere yeah there's nothing else i really noticed about the bathroom i think it was clean the chair just struck me so much. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> there were no paper towels. Oh, really? Which is definitely a downfall in a bathroom for mm. me. Yeah, I hate washing problem. my hands and then having to unlock the door See, and open mind. the door with the same hand that you used to shut it that was dirty. Oh, no, that I understand. That right. I, understand. I like using a paper towel to open the door. Yeah, that I that I get. And I get, I you know, the environmental friendly aspect of it. But oh, please. You're doing way worse things to the environment than using a paper, a paper towel, towel to open a door. For the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Because I end up taking a napkin anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So do you have an uh, an idea for atmosphere and ambiance? Why does this one seem really difficult? It's very difficult because... So here's the problem. I'm trying to calculate in my mind, how do I console the fact that if you didn't tell me this was a coffee roaster, I would not have known it was a coffee roaster for the reasons we said before. I thought if I look at it then as a cafe, the atmosphere and ambiance is really good. But it's not. It's called a coffee roaster. So how do I console those elements? And furthermore, it had some really impressive aspects. The the uh, glassware was, like we said, the best, I think, of any coffee roaster we've been to so far. So I really struggle to console and, and weigh all of that. I think, again, I have to default to the fact that I'm approaching this, me, as Joe at A-Grade Podcast, I'm approaching it as a coffee roaster, not as a coffee shop. And if I do that, I think I know my atmosphere and ambiance letter grade. And I started the category, so I should go first, right? Yes. So I'm going to go B- minus okay. because I think it, there are aspects that are maybe out, outstanding, maybe beyond above average, maybe even in the A-range category. But there's also expectations that i have for a coffee roaster that just aren't there so i think in general there's a lot to really like about this coffee roaster in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance they've clearly put in a lot of attention to detail and time but 
again, if you compare it to a lot of other coffee roasters we've been to and sort of what we look for with that more intimate feel, it's definitely not there in exactly that capacity. So I think in that range is sort of where it should be. I don't think it should be any lower than that for sure, but I I struggle to kind of come up with anything higher for those reasons as well. So I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to go a B. That's fine. For the fact that I felt very comfortable sitting, relaxing, drinking my coffee here. I think that's great. And eating here. I think this is a place that you can go and have lunch. You can go and have coffee. You can go and sit. As opposed to kind of a couple weeks ago, another episode we did in Philly where it felt more like takeout. Mm. This was definitely a place that was you could take out, but you're going to gain a lot in the experience of sitting here with the awesome glassware and Mm. the comfortable chairs and cute old men painting pictures. And if I had seen the cute old men, grandpa men painting pictures, I might have been right where you are. And again, if I were grading this as a just coffee shop, it, I'd probably go B plus, maybe A minus. Agreed. So, so I'm going to land in, in that B range. Sometimes I disagree that you disagree with me because you're nuts. But in this case, I think you're spot on. I, I don't disagree with that grade at all. Spot on. That's it. I can pack it up and call it a success. Nope. You got to go on to the next grading category, which is service. So service. I guess you're, you're taking it away here. What do you got? What do you think? Oh, I forget when you go first for atmosphere and ambiance, I have to go first for service. I feel like you always one. try to get me to go first for service <laughs> because because <laughs> we hate doing the service we category. Hate, unless it was like an a. An, a service experience that blew me away that right. I'm like, I'll go right. first, I'll go first. But today I was in the satisfactory range. This was a weird one. Service. This was a weird one for a couple of reasons, I think. Right. It was interesting because they were a little bit more crowded than some other roasters that we've been to. And they're in a sort of busy part of the city. So there's a system. You go up, you order. The first person we interacted with, she was really nice. She actually pointed out all of the different options for food. But then while we were having a conversation with her, another person came over and almost interrupted the conversation. I don't think she was trying to be rude. I think they were trying to be efficient. And while you were ordering food, someone else came over to me and I had to look away. And the other person was like, do you want coffee? Yeah. Yeah. What are you getting? What are you getting? It was kind of. What do you want? What are you getting? Yeah. It became more confusing and it became very rushed very quickly where I felt very much like, okay, I got to stop asking questions. Just make a call. Yes. I got to make a decision. And I need to make two decisions. Food with her, coffee with her. Yeah. And I think it was in an interest of being efficient. Yeah. But then something else happened. It did? Because that, yes. that's that's what I noticed. Because I just remembered. They had two options for a pour over. And you oh, yes, asked yes, them, yes. Wait, can I, a, can I do this? Yes. Okay, because I, as we'll talk yes. about in the next grading rubric category of coffee, I always order a pour over if they have it, which is a fancy open vessel brewing method. And I ask them, well, which do you recommend? Because there was, I think, a Guatemalan bean and a Mexican bean. And they both kind of looked at each other and said, I don't know. Like They literally said, you're not exaggerating. They said, I don't know. I don't know. They looked at each other. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, I think I asked which one is... Uh, <laughs> a little lighter? A little lighter. Yeah, which one is a little lighter? And it was just kind of... There was... It wasn't going to happen, especially because they were already kind of rushing us. And then I threw that question in the works. <laughs> and you could tell they were kind of like, uh, pick one. 
they were like, we have our system and we're going to get you in and out. And you just threw us all off. Yeah. So that was sort of my assessment. I thought they were nice. I thought especially the first one who talked to us was really nice. She was really nice. She seemed really willing to help. But yeah, the vibe was just, all right, come on, get through, order. So I think I, uh, again, this is so tough because if I'm, I keep defaulting and thinking about it as a coffee shop and not a coffee roaster. Because if I think about it as a coffee roaster and what I expect at a coffee roaster, I don't think it's satisfactory. That's a really good point. And I think we're losing the fact that this is is a coffee roaster because... Well, it's saying it's a coffee roaster. They've become so big and have so many locations that this is, again, that dilemma that we talk about. As you become more successful and open up more and more places, how do you keep that community feel? How do you keep the employees that are passionate about the beans, passionate about the coffee? And when we get that, it's normally an A-grade experience. You don't have to know everything, but show some sort of passion about working there that this is your brand, this is your job. And we get that at those A-grade places. So I do agree with you. I started off thinking that it was a solid C satisfactory, but now I'm leaning a little bit lower. Yeah. I think for me, come on, there wasn't anything rude. I think for me, I'm going to go C minus. Yep. That's exactly what I'm going to give for all of the reasons we said. Again, that's not a bad grade per se. It's just as we've been explaining in our experiences. I mean, you think about uh, other places we've been to where the barista, it doesn't have to be the head roaster. The barista is cracking open beans for us. And they're busy still, too, or they're giving us samples to try of other stuff, or they're just talking to us, and they're doing all sorts of things at the same time. I mean, remember Fundati Coffee in Providence, Rhode Island? She was training a new employee day one and going back and getting us, showing us different types of merch. And he was so excited to be working there, doing his first pour over, that I love that engagement. Yeah. And there was a bunch of other stuff going on. They were plenty busy when we were there. I missed that experience. Yeah. So I I think that's a fair service grade for those reasons. And like we always say, maybe you go on a different day. It's slightly different experience. You go to another one of their locations. could be totally different experience. But again, that's not to say that it's a like it wasn't a bad experience. It just wasn't what I would normally hope for in a full coffee roaster setting. I agree completely. Yeah. So that leads us to the coffee category, which I guess I'll start with. It's your turn to start. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I say, oh, no, because can I be honest? You got a Guatemalan pour over. So I went with the Guatemalan pour over because I realized they ain't, they ain't telling me what to get. And and we have had. So sorry. I think I mentioned Mongo's, co- Mongo's. Mongo's coffee roaster uh, where I got a Guatemalan pour over and it became one of my standards for pour overs because it was probably in the top five best pour overs I've ever had. It was just so bright and floral and unique and flavorful really stood out to me. And I mean, heck, the guy who made it, he said he was Guatemalan. So he's like, I know what I'm doing. And he was right. He actually switched the order. You ordered an Ethiopian. And he said, I'm sorry, but I made you a Guatemalan because I need you to try this. And I was like, look, I'm in your hands. He was right. He was right. Yeah. I said, I'm in your hands. And he was right. Like you say, he was right. So anyways, I said, all right, let's let's do it. Let's go for the Guatemalan. Again, there was no, and we should have thought about this. I didn't even think about this with the service category. We couldn't even really watch the pour over because we went and sat at our table. So that, if I I had just thought of that now, I might have even gone lower with the service grade, but I don't like changing my grades. She made it a point also to say, 
you know that takes five to ten minutes. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, and that definitely gave the signal, sit down. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, so right. I, I would even maybe change my service grade now. I totally forgot about that. But Me too. I, uh, once I say it, I'm not going to change it um, because whatever. But It might factor into your overall grade. Well, yes, that's true. And in any event, I so I went with the Guatemalan bean because I said, all right, let's see how this goes. Honestly, uh, I thought it was a very average pour over. On the pour over scale, I would say it was maybe a C. I'm so glad you said that because I felt the same way and I wasn't sure if I just missed it. Nope. It almost felt a little watery. Yeah, it wasn't a great pour there over. There was no flavor. It wasn't. I mean, I've had a lot of pour overs around the country. Right. Name a city. I've had pour overs in some of them at least <laughs> what started this podcast that yeah. cross-country pour over yeah I, i've had them across the country and this was they have pour overs have gotten us from new york to seattle yeah this was in a car <laughs> this was not up there if i'm being honest uh i again would imagine if you go to some of their other locations they probably i would imagine that they have some really good pour overs because just kind of we were reading a little bit about them before the episode and they they definitely seem to be obviously doing a lot well overall because they do have all of these locations and all of these other places that use their beans but again my experience there with that pour over didn't think it was really good. I was actually shocked that they even do pour overs because it well, almost then there was only the two yeah, options. Yeah, it almost felt like something that they bad. might have left behind yeah, as it, they got bigger. It's not a. I mean, again, in fact, some places I've been to have two pour over options, and they're both fantastic because they've specifically chosen those to dial in because you have to know well how much water do you use? What's the water to bean ratio? What's the temperature? What's the pour rate? There's so many factors and calculations when you're trying to determine what is going to work well for a, a bean in that using that brewing method that you might just want to choose one or two. In fact, that's often better than places that say, oh, pick whichever one you like. We have 30 different coffees. Oh, you, you like that type of coffee? I'll do a pour over of it. That's usually not as good of an experience as when you go to like a South Down coffee roaster and they have five or six that they've specifically chosen as their pour over option. So yeah, the, the Guatemalan here, I was like, eh, whatever. I also, well, why don't you start talking about your latte? Cause then I'll tell you what I thought about your latte. Cause I'm very curious, but you, you pretty much agree with my assessment of the pour over. Absolutely. Okay. So what about you and the latte? I felt similar about the latte that it was a little bit below average. Again, I felt like there wasn't a lot of flavor. It was almost watery. I couldn't taste the coffee. I tasted water and oat milk. And they do not have any natural sweeteners. They did give me a jug of honey, but I had to put it in myself afterwards. So it wasn't brewed into the latte. I didn't love it. I liked that it looked pretty in a glass container. A, oh, yeah. A glass mug. Yeah. But it wasn't my favorite latte by far. I thought it was a little bit below average, the mm. latte. Yeah, I, I, you are so spot on. I felt the same way where I've had a lot of lattes just through you because I always try your lattes. And I always try your pour overs. Yeah. So now we've had, we're on in the 30s of how many episodes and I'm starting to understand what makes a really good latte and what makes a really good pour over now that we've had these exemplar lattes and pour overs. And mm -hmm. this was definitely below that that threshold. Yeah. So if I'm weighing all of that, and again, this is not saying what I think the grade for La Colombe 
coffee is overall. This is my grade for their coffee at this location. I would say I'd probably go... I mean, can I be honest with you? I really didn't like the latte. Listen, be honest because I think we should be. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. And we do give out a lot of A's and the A's have to mean something. Yeah. So I'm going to go overall because they did offer pour over option. Not every place does that. I'm going to go C minus for coffee. It just wasn't quite there for my experience or from my experiences and as per my expectation. Again, I have the feeling, though, that if I went to a different one, it might be much better. So that's why I'm kind of trending in that range for the coffee grade. I think also it is a detriment that they don't provide any sort of sweetener in the lattes at all. And I'm not sure if other places are doing that. Latte is part of getting a latte is to have that natural sweetener to add to the flavor. And I mean, we went the last one we went to was Elixir. And even though we didn't love the atmosphere and ambiance necessarily, that latte was so delicious because they were making butterscotch in it and peppercorn and places do maple syrup. And I think a lot of people like sweeteners in their latte. I don't think that's asking a lot. But I actually sort of disagree because I feel as if I've had lattes that are just espresso and milk and they're fantastic. Right. And that's true. I, that That is true. Yeah, if you have I, good beans, good yeah. espresso, good. Yes. Which again, I think they do have, but for whatever reason, this stood out to me is just not that good. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why, but I, again, mm. I've had a lot of them and it just, what it was, it's not like it was bad. It just wasn't anything that I was blown away by or even thought was something that I would go back and get again. So what do you what do you think for overall coffee grade? C minus as well. Okay. Slightly I th- below I think that's average. Fair. I think that's below fair, average. honestly. Yeah. Like we keep saying, that's our experience at this place on this day, but you gotta go with what you what you get. Yes. Which leads us to the final grading rubric category. Our category. Of course. Food. 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 So I guess you do food. I'm going to try this food also live on air. <laughs> so Jackie, as per the last coffee roaster we went to, does not like to eat while we're at the coffee roaster because she's, uh, what is the word? Nuts. And Do I even have to eat this? <laughs> so Jackie... We're going to get Philly cheesesteaks tonight. Do so, I have to eat this? So Jackie... All right. You have to eat the other one. You have to try the other one. Try a bite of it. So we ordered... Here, again, we were sort of rushed, and they actually looked like they had a ton of really good stuff here, and I kind of wanted to take a little bit more time, but as we said, that was not an option. They had just some really interesting pastries, and I kind of, again, I I don't know if panic's the right word, but I just defaulted to, they had a lemon blueberry kind of muffin tart thing or something, and you went with a savory ham and cheese croissant, I think. Now, I tried a bite, well, are you going to try them? Should I try a bite of both for the, you for try the sake of, of the podcast? It's for the podcast. It's for All the right, sake of the podcast. Of and so I I tried them both. I didn't say anything. I didn't say, I, you don't know. I could absolutely love these. I could absolutely hate them. Yeah, you gave nothing away. Nope. Yeah, she's biting. Do I do the play-by-play again? This is like ASMR or something now. I don't know if we want to go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you look you look ponderous. You look like you're you're ruminating. I actually really like this ham and cheese. Interesting. I think very it's interesting. Good. Okay. Um, it's it's cold. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> I think true. It would have been. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about what it would taste like. Yeah. 
It's a little bit sweet, though, for a ham and cheese. It's very sweet. Very I, sweet. I thought it would be a little more savory. It's maybe a little bit too sweet for my liking. Mm-hmm. I, would I would agree with that. I liked it to be a little yeah. less sweet for a ham and cheese croissant. Yeah, I don't think that's that's off. And what was your thoughts on that? Uh, I kind of thought it was a very average ham and cheese croissant. And the other thing I should say as well, because you have to try the other one. Did, what, how did you feel about it before I try it? I just said I thought it was a very average ham and cheese croissant. The other oh, one. Oh, the other the muffin. one. Well, I don't want to spoil it. You, you're not going to try it? I might, depending on what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought it was, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was pretty good. It didn't blow me away. I think lemon and blueberry is a really good muffin uh, pairing. It's really good in pies. You see it a lot. Lemon blueberry pies. I thought it was pretty good, but it was also very sweet. And yeah, I'm not going to try it for that reason. And it was you know what Jackie likes on it, <laughs> it, also, it also wasn't chock full of blueberries, and I really like when a muffin is chock full of blueberries. So I would say it was again maybe slightly above average for a muffin, but it wasn't anything that blew me away. They did have though some interesting looking sandwich options. They did. They had something like a smoked salmon sandwich and an eggplant sandwich S- simple stuff but i think really good solid coffee roaster coffee pairing sandwiches lighter ones that i sort of really like i think are really good for sandwich options so overall i thought the the food options were definitely satisfactory but what what did you think what are you thinking for grade i know it's hard to say with just t- it's trying hard a to cold say bite, i did but- have a bite i thought it was pretty good a little bit too sweet for my liking I like blander options, as you, you know, at a that's, coffee shop. That's wild. If that's you crazy. don't agree with me, you might like the stuff here <laughs> because it does seem a little bit sweet. I would go as far to say that maybe all the pastries are a little bit sweet since yeah. two out of the the ones we tried were. And I do like the sandwich options, but I think all of it would be safe to say would land exactly on average at a C in my mind. Yeah, I'm going to go C plus because they had the sandwich options too that looked really interesting. And again, the pastries didn't blow me away by any stretch of the imagination, but I like the diversity of options that they had. And it wasn't like a wild menu where they're just doing a bunch of stuff averagely. Like it looked like they had chosen those sandwich choices kind of deliberately. So absolutely. I think C plus is fair for me. I agree. So and I went with the C. So we're right there. So I guess it's time to tally up. What's Let's our, do the final tally. What's our grades? What are we working with here? Here we go. For atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B minus. I gave a B. For service, we both gave a C minus. For coffee, we both gave a C minus. For food, Joe gave a C plus. I gave a C. Mm, this is tough. What did I give for coffee? C minus. Ooh, this is really tough. Hmm. So yours are B minus, C minus, C minus, C plus. Mine are B, C minus, C minus, C. This is really tough. I gave two C minuses. Really tough. Okay. Um, How to weigh all of that? Well, I think I honestly, I sort of have to come to what stands out in my mind overall. What do I really feel? Okay. I think I know. I Again, I, I want to be fair too. I want to be not sort of uh, punitive, right, is the word maybe. So I think I know my overall letter grade. I think I know mine as well. Three, two, one. Ready for it. Three, Three two, two, one, C, C for coffee. We're, we're right on. We're right on. Spot Again, on. two we're, times in a row. We're getting good at this. We're in Philly where L-shaped the same. I, it's really scary to me that like we must be onto something because the last few episodes now, we've been 
the same with our overall letter grades. And they're not direct averages of all of our choices because we didn't give the same grades in each category. But I think that speaks to, again, our perception of our overall assessment. Again, in terms of our expectations for these places in these cases as coffee roasters. I think if we were going in just saying like, okay, this is a coffee shop, how would we grade it as a coffee shop? I would say maybe C plus. Why are you laughing? Because I had to sneeze. That's the first time I've had to sneeze since we started the podcast. And I thought it was funny because I don't know if you're supposed to sneeze or hold it in. I'm not editing it out. So that's <laughs> that choice is up to you. So I s- s- kept my sneeze very quiet and then it made me laugh because you're looking at me like, are you having a seizure or something? Are you okay? You're having a sneezer. <laughs> Anyways, what was I just saying? You no totally, idea. you derailed me harder than at any point in the history of this podcast. I have no idea All what I was talking sneeze. about. You have been derailed from a sneeze. All because of your sneeze. <laughs> Please do not sneezering. edit this out. This is great. <laughs> oh no, this is probably going to be the intro to the damn episode. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I think... Again, if I were going to this place to grade it as a coffee shop, you're focusing so much. Right now. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. It would probably be C plus B minus, maybe even because again, I, I think it's a great place to just go and sit. And I'd probably try some other coffee options, maybe an americano, maybe just a regular drip coffee, maybe the other pour over. And I think it's a really good vibe, like you said, to sit with some old friends or whatever else, paint with some old dudes, whatever the case is. Some old friends or some old friends, either one. Old friends or old friends or old, old friends, <laughs> right? So anyways, yeah, I think that's that's about our experience. That pretty much summarizes it. I think so as well. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Obviously, we're cracking. That no, is you're cracking. A- I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. You're derailing so hard. It's great. Don't get me wrong. I love it. but (laughs) That is a C right here. C for Cologne Coffee Roaster in, where are we? Central Philly. Central Philly. Central Philly location, I guess. Uh, I would say check out some of the other locations. They all look really cool. And I've heard people say different things about the different locations, which makes sense when there's a bunch of them. Uh, So yeah, check them out. Maybe there's some, uh, some different vibes, some really good vibes too. Right, absolutely. There were some good vibes there. So maybe some lunch vibes. Sit, yeah. have some lunch. Yeah, not all, a bad all idea. That jazz. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We will be back next week, probably with the brewery episode, maybe with the coffee, another coffee roaster episode. We still have quite a few coffee roasters and breweries to crush in Philly. So will we find an A grade coffee roaster or craft brewery? Well, <laughs> it sounds like you've already been started on the ca- craft breweries. <laughs> What was that? We have any we're actually going to a craft brewery right after we record this episode. And I'm a little concerned because you're very giggly already and you haven't drank anything yet. No. Did you spike my seltzer? No. It's not even hard seltzer. It's just no, regular it's, seltzer. It's a Schweppes. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah, we're actually going to a brewery now, and I'm very excited because Go have some craft beer and it looks like they have a killer cheesesteak yes according to their philly cheesesteak or as i told the waitress at monk's cafe uh a couple episodes ago or whenever we did that episode a silly fee steak or chili fee steak (laughs) yes i said do you have any recommendations for chili fee steaks and she looked at me actually yeah like who is this guy was like help (laughs) translate 
Yeah, and I said, oh, you know, silly fee stakes. And I just kept changing it. <laughs> and then I finally explained to her, and she's like, oh, that's weird. She's like, I like that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so anyways, Philly, really, really interesting town so far. And We're having a blast. I'm really yeah. liking Philly. I like the vibes, yeah. definitely. And if you like our podcast, go to patreon.com slash podcast for more content, including behind-the-scenes pictures, videos, and much, much more. A full scorecard of all our locations that we visited. You'll have access to that, including our specific recommendations for whether you should go there for takeout, for sitting with friends, for getting work done. There's lots of reasons to go to lots of places. And we have all of that there for you again on Patreon. There should be a link in the description as well. And I think that was an A-grade selfless, no, shameless self-promotion. That's yes, the phrase. Absolutely. Yes. Also, we do have a new subreddit, which oh, yeah, I subreddit. think is really fun because you can try out the rubric for yourself. Uh, how do you do that? Our... A grade podcast yep. is the subreddit. Yeah. And the goal would be any place that you go or want to review yourself, you can put it on the subreddit, use our rubric, and we can have a nice master list of all different places. We might start putting some reviews up on the subreddit for places that we go but don't actually make a podcast episode about so that yep. there's a list our own little version of a database of reviews mm -hmm. if you're in a city that you could go. I see that's kind of where it's going. Check mm -hmm. out that subreddit and let us know what you think. Yeah, and that's the game plan. So let's uh, let's go hit up this brewery and uh, see where that Woo! takes us. <laughs> I'm yeah. already giggly, so who knows? Uh, wish me luck. <laughs> we'll see what that episode looks like. <laughs> yeah, so until next time, thank you all for listening. Uh, hope you have a great rest of your week, and we hope to see you next week. So until then, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.